This podcast is sponsored by the Faith Mission Christian Fellowship Church Incorporated, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Golston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, help to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly. In Jesus' name, amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. I want you, before you sit down, I want you to turn and look at your neighbor. Show them your 32, 22, 10, 5, whatever you got left, or if necessary, your store-boughts. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's right. Tell them hello. Tell them hello. Give them a, a smiling exercise. Amen. See, we want to get you ready for the word. Amen. Amen. <laughs> All right. Praise God. Praise God. Okay. Afterwards, you may be seated. All right. And if we need the little ones to go, this is, our, this is their time to, to make their move. Amen. Well, the rest of us, we're going to do our confession of faith. And I want you to I want you to get your expectors out because I believe the Spirit of God is going to speak to several people. Uh, I mean, he's going to speak to all of us in the message, but he's going to speak to several people specifically. Amen. Several people specifically he is going to speak to today. So your job is to get your expectors out. Expect it to be me. Say, I expect it, I expect it to be me. That he speaks to specifically. Amen. All right. Praise God. Now I want you to repeat after me, please, God in heaven. And Holy Spirit on the inside of me. I believe. I receive. Wisdom. Understanding. Favor. Of God and men. Health. To all my flesh and bone. And revelation knowledge. As I partake of the word. And I believe. That my faith. Is growing. Exceedingly. In Jesus name. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. I walk by faith, and not by sight. I am the just, and the just shall live by faith. Amen. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. Get ready for this. Amen. I labored over this. You know how you ladies labor over a meal sometimes? That's why you get so upset with us when we don't come on time and whatnot. You got everything laid out just right. You know, everything is just, I mean, I mean, everything's perfect. The meat's warm, you know, the greens are warm, you know, everything's right. And he's looking like, oh, oh the, the ball game, you know, just, just one more, just a few more minutes, just a few more minutes. You know, and halftime's coming. No, no, it's ready now. I labored over this. Amen. Well, I labored over this. Praise God. I believe the Lord gave me gave me a word for us. 
Hallelujah. And this is not the word that's going to Manhattan. This word is for here. For here specifically. See, it's easier to prepare one message and then do it here and then do the same message over there. But not when the Holy Ghost talks. When he speaks, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta flow with him. That's why I say I believe he has something for you specifically. Amen? All right. Praise God. Let's uh, please. Uh, oh, how should we go there first? Yeah, we'll go there first. Turn to Matthew chapter 11, please. Matthew chapter 11. I have a right now word. Amen. I said I have a right now word. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All right, watch this. Matthew chapter 11, verse 6. I'm going to move. I'm try to move a little quickly here so we can get this all in because there's a lot. There's a lot to get, get into. Matthew chapter 11, verse 6. It reads this way. Jesus is speaking. And blessed is he, whosoever shall not be offended in me. Whoa. He's talking already. He's talking already. If you're in me, you don't need to be offended. If you are in me, offense should not be a problem for you. Glory to God. Turn to the 13th chapter. Turn to the 13th chapter. Same opening, Matthew. I'm going to do that real quick. Like Matthew chapter 13, verse 20. Verse 20. Jesus again is speaking. But he that receiveth the seed into stony places, the same as he that beareth, heareth the word, and Anan with joy receiveth it. Yet hath he not root in himself, but doeth or endureth for a while. For when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word, by and by he is offended. Hmm. Everybody say, hmm. Okay. All right. Look, look, look at that now. Verse 21 again. Yet hath he not root in himself. If you're not rooted and grounded in the word, even when the word is preached, you will still be offended. Because you have no root, you're not rooted. Oh, Lord, he's talking to somebody. Here we go. All right. All right. Matthew chapter 18. Let's move on. Let's move on. Matthew chapter 18. We're going to look at the seventh verse. Now watch this now. Woe unto the world because of offenses. For it must needs be that offenses come. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He says, woe to the world because they offend you, but offenses are going to come. So it's not the offenses coming, it's how you react to the, to the uh, offenses. He said, blessed are they who are not offended, who are in me. Oh, my Lord. How many times have we been offended by somebody? Somebody cut us off, we got offended. Somebody didn't speak to us at church, we got offended. Somebody sitting in our seat, we got offended. Somebody didn't greet me the way I thought they ought to greet me. We got offended. Wait a minute. I thought you was in him. 
And you wonder why you're not blessed. He said, blessed are they who are not offended who are in me. Not blessed are they who are offended who are in me. Oh, all right, let's go on, let's go on. <laughs> it must needs be that offenses come. Offenses are going to come. If you live in this life, in this world, somebody's going to offend you. Amen. It's just like rain. If you live here, you're going to get rained on. It's how you respond to the rain. Do you go in the house and say, I ain't never going out no more because it rains? That's it. No more outside for me. Staying in the house because it rained on me. But that's what folk do with offenses. I ain't never going back to that church no more because somebody offended me. Rain. Rain. Remember rain. <laughs> Glory to God. All right, watch this now. Watch this now. <laughs> for it must needs be that offenses come. But woe to that man by whom the offense cometh. Woe to that man. Don't worry about the offense that you were offended with. God said, I'm going to take care of the person who does the offending, not you. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. You're trying to take God's job. You think you God? Oh, I got a right now word. <laughs> got a right now word for somebody. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. All right. Watch this now. Watch this. Verse 8. Now, this is how serious this offense thing is. This is serious. Verse 8. Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut it off. Cut it off. That's how serious it is when you take offense. I've always said, I cannot be offended. You cannot offend me. I can only take offense. If I don't take it, you can't give it. Did you hear me? I'm talking to somebody. I, if I don't take it, you can't give it. It's like a gift. If I don't receive it, I don't have it. I don't care whether you want to give it to me or not. So it is with an offense. I refuse to be offended. That's my choice. It's a choice. All life is choice-driven. And the choice is yours, as Mom Udabop says in her show. Amen. The choice is yours. Amen. And she hard with that thing, too. She hard with it, you know. Amen. I'm, I'm a softie. She hard with that thing, okay? She'll tell you in a minute, you know, well, choice is yours. You know, you want to go to hell? Go ahead. Choice is yours, you know. But anyway, so I choose. It's my choice, and I choose not to be offended. And if I choose not to be offended, you cannot offend me. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you do. I choose not to be offended. And there's, there's very good reason for it, and we're going to get into that, okay? Now watch this. Hallelujah. The offense is one of the most diabolical tools of the enemy because it... <laughs> It brings a response that is designed to knock you out of the race. Oh, my, my, my. Let me say that again. I know it's on tape, but I won't say it again because it sounds so good. I wrote that. See, I, I, I wrote that. See, all right. <laughs> the offense is one of the most diabolical tools of the enemy because it brings a response that is designed to knock 
you out of the race. Now, remember, we, we, we've been studying, you, you thought we forgot, but we we still studying the renewing of the mind. Here's where it comes into play with this offense business. This is just one of the areas. But here's where it comes into play. Now, watch this. The autopilot, or your subconscious, if you remember, it's going to make you react exactly as you did in the past. That's nasty, ain't it? That's nasty. That's nasty. Yeah, everybody say that's nasty. That's nasty. That's nasty. I ain't supposed to act like that no more. Okay? See? But you see, that's what happens. See? That's what happens. Your autopilot, your subconscious is going to access the way we respond in this situation. And it's going to cause you to respond exactly the same way you used to respond. You cuss me, I'll cuss you. You cut me off, I'm going to catch up with you and cut you off. Hmm. Whatever you do to me, I'm going to do to you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, though. I thought you were now in him. Blessed are they who are not offended because they're in him. Not those who are offended. Oh, Lord, they're getting get deep in here. Get deep up in here. All right, all right. We're we going to move on. We're going to move on. Okay, so what happens is our subconscious mind our autopilot, our automatic response to situations, automatically responding because that's the way I learned. That's the way I was programmed through the things that I received before I was saved. That's the way I responded. If you offend me, that's it. I'm out of here. I never buy nothing else in this store because you offended me wasn't the store, it was that person. It was that salesperson. And you won't blame all the Macy's for what one knucklehead did. And when a sale come up, you grit your teeth, sir, I ain't going there. I'll pay more down the street. Who is that hurting? Hello? Hello? <laughs> Who is that hurting? Oh, glory to God, hallelujah. And I'm talking to me, too, because uh, something happened to me with South African Airlines. And I said, that's it. I ain't never flying them no more. <laughs> He's talking to me, too. <laughs> so I ain't never flying them no more. That's it. And I got some in the mail the other day. I said, mm-hmm. That look, look, look pretty good. <laughs> Maybe I better reconsider here. <laughs> All right. So, who? in other words, who is the offense hurting? I said, I'll never take offense. You can, you cannot offend me. And then I took offense. Shall I tell off on me too? Because see, I, I'm, I'm real. I'm, I'm just like everybody else. I'm not, you know, I, ain't, I ain't up here. I ain't got no wings. That, that's, that's, you know, that's shoulder blades and stuff back there. There ain't no, ain't no wings. Amen. I mess up too. Get excited too. Yell too. You know. Amen. Then have to repent. <laughs> hey, thank God for First John one nine. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm glad that's in the book. Amen. Okay. So, so <laughs> praise the Lord. So, so, so see, you can't, you can't do that. That, that's not who you are. But your autopilot will try to make you do that. And then what you have to do is, you have to, you have to do what uh, uh, Dr. Hilliard calls a conscious interrupt. In other words, you have to interrupt that process. To keep that process from taking over. 
Because if you don't interrupt that process, you're going to react exactly the way you used to react. Did you hear me? Okay? So a conscious interrupt can be, it can be as simple as when you, when you want to respond, just stop. Just, 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 just zip your lip. You know, I mean, when you got a good one, because I'm good at that. My wife will tell you. I got to get, boy, I'm, I'm fast, I'm fast, I'm fast. Okay, it comes from my family. My mother, too. Ooh, it's like sorrow, you know? It's like sorrow just slices you up before they even think about it. You don't even have to think. It just rolls off the tongue. You know, you have to, you have to do a conscious interrupt. Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just back off that thing. Just back off, okay? Just back off that thing. That's how you do a conscious interrupt to stop your autopilot from going through with the process. And if you stop it often enough, it'll get a message. And the message is, we don't do that no more. We, we, we don't do that no more. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, yeah, okay, we'll go there. Now, you know, the Holy Ghost, I tell you, boy, I tell you, look at this. Now, 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 now we fellas. We fellas are motivated by visual. Aren't we? <laughs> by the visual, okay? So so our autopilot automatically go to the visual parts we like to look at. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta be real, you gotta be real, you gotta be real, see? See, so what you like to look at, don't look at that no more. <laughs> Amen. You need a conscious interrupt. Uh, did you hear me? I said you need a conscious interrupt so that you don't look at that when you're by yourself. So when your wife is with you, you won't look at that. Because then you got a problem. Big problem. Amen. Like, what you look at that? Okay. I know what you're looking at because I know you. I know what you're looking at, what you're looking at me. Now I see you looking again at something wrong. We need a conscious interrupt. Don't, don't we, Brother Sam? Don't we, Brother Sam? We, we, we need a conscious interrupt, see? We, we, okay, we, got, we got to look the sisters straight in the eyes. Hey, man, look them straight in the eyes. Don't look now. Don't look around. And don't look when they're walking away. Conscious interrupt. Hey, man, I, I'm talking about offenses. I'm talking about offenses. Come on back with me. Come on back. Come on back. <laughs> okay, so we have to stop. We have to stop that, that, uh, that automatic response. It's absolutely imperative that we stop that. Instead of going forward with the usual response. Now, now watch this. Now watch this. This is, this is so, I mean, it's such a truth. Every time you think about that that offense, you relive it. Here we go. There we go now. Stay with me now. Every time you think about that offense, you relive it. And every time you relive it, it hurts all over again. And every time it hurts all over again, you are having an experience. And do you remember what we said when it comes to our belief system, how it's formed? Environment. 
authority figures, repetitious information, and experiences. So now every time I think about that offense, I relive it or I experience it again, and it affects my belief system. It tells me this is what I believe. This is what I believe, that I've been offended, and because I've been offended, I have a right to come against you, to leave you, to quit you, because I've been offended. And I relived that thing over and over and over and over and over. And if you recall, in Psalms and in Joshua and in several other places, God says that uh, this is how we train. Our conscious mind is by meditation. What you're doing when you relive that offense is you're meditating on that offense. And because you're meditating on that offense, you're making it more real every time you do it. As a matter of fact, it'll get to the point where it's like it just happened and it could have been five years ago. Why do you think people live in the past? They are constantly reliving what happened to them 20 years ago constantly reliving it what are they reliving an offense constantly reliving an offense an offense that brought them to whatever situation it was that's not you anymore put you in the back and put everybody else up front told you your sister look better than you you the ugly one you the black one you the this you the that you the other thing you the one with the kinky hair look at your sister she got nice hair that's not you anymore you've been born again you're a child of god you got a new family bless god amen don't relive and meditate upon those old things we got to get out of that see because then oh let me go on let me go on oh lord let me go on let me go on you reinforce that experience and remember that is the most powerful thing that affects your belief system is an experience watch this now what happens to we walk by faith and not by sight. We're not only reliving and meditating on a wrong from the past, now we're disobeying God. Because we're taking offense. We're not walking by faith. We're walking by feelings. Because the feelings were developed by the meditation, by the imagining, by the by the reliving of a painful situation. And the word declares that we should cast down imaginations. Hmm. Cast down imaginations and every high thought that brings itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So if I've got to, if I'm supposed to walk by faith and not by sight, if I'm supposed to do what God said do, I cannot do that if I'm living in offenses. You cannot have both. Oh, my. Watch this now. Watch this. 
turn please to uh, uh, James chapter 2 and then I'm, I'm about, to, about to wrap it up James chapter 2 am I talking to anybody today I believe I'm, believe I'm helping you see this is not a put down this is not a negative this is, a, this is to help you to help you to get out of that mess you ever wonder why you're always fussing and fighting always arguing all the time because you're living in offenses that's why you're always arguing all the time because you're not you're not living today you're living yesterday's offenses Mm-mm-mm. you think you can have peace and harmony in your home if you stop living yesterday oh glory to God hallelujah alright alright James chapter 2 James chapter 2 verse 8 now watch this now oh this is powerful if you fulfill the royal law according to the scripture thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself you do well if you fulfill the royal law the royal law is the law of love the royal law is the law of love don't forget that now the royal law is the law of love. Okay? Turn to 1 John chapter 3. Just go forward a little bit and you'll be there. 1 John, the third chapter. First John chapter 3, verse 23. And this is his commandment. If you love me, keep my word. That if you should believe, that you should believe on the name of his son Jesus Christ 1st John chapter 3 verse 23 and this is his commandment that we should believe on the name of his son Jesus Christ and love one another as he gave us commandment that is the commandment to us it's not 10 commandments it's not a whole book of commandments it's this one right here that we believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and love one another. You say, well, what's that got to do with uh, what's that got to do with offenses? Has everything to do with offenses? Watch this. In First Corinthians, First Corinthians, chapter thirteen, we commonly refer to it as a love chapter. First Corinthians, chapter thirteen. It spells out the love walk. It spells out the love walk from the fourth uh, verse. Now, in our King James Version, it has charity instead of love, the God kind of love, agape, okay? But what I'm going to do is I want to read it to you from the Amplified. And you're going to see right in there exactly what we were just talking about. Exactly. Watch this now. From the fourth verse. It says charity, but in the Amplified it says, Love endures long and is patient and kind. Love never is envious nor boils over with jealousy, is not boastful or vainglorious, does not display itself haughtily. It is not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride. It is not rude, unmannerly, and does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, God's love in us does not insist on its own rights or its own way, for it is not self-seeking. 
it is not touchy or fretful or resentful. Oh, I'm, I'm, we're shooting them arrows now. Just, 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 just get ready. We, we're shooting the arrows now. Hallelujah. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. It does not rejoice at injustice or unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Oh, my God. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes. Is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are faithless under all circumstances, and it endures everything without weakening. Love never fails, fades out, or becomes obsolete, or comes to an end. Now, how can you be offended and walk in love? Amen. How can you? You can't do it. So if you can't be offended and walk in love, then that means that in order to obey the royal law, the law that, that covers all the laws, you cannot be offended. Sorry. Sorry. That's right. There you go. You can't afford it. It's too costly. It costs you too much because in order to be offended, I got to disobey God. In order to let some knucklehead, heathenistic, ain't. I didn't say saint, I said ain't. Not a saint, but an ain't. And some saints. This does not say only the world. You should not be offended by anybody. Don't let this would take in all the arguments at home. Oh my. There will be no arguments at home. You can what what does Proverbs say? Where there is no kindling, the fire goes out. A soft answer turneth away wrath. You can't I can, you can't argue by yourself. And if I refuse to argue, get into the mess with you. Because I'm going to walk in love. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. If I'm going to walk in love, I'm not going to get in the thing with you. You say anything you want to. I don't care if your macaroni is so watery. <laughs> it try to run out the pot. I'm just going to say, give me a little more bread so I can stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. I'm not going to get in no mess with you because I got to walk in love. I've got to in order to obey the royal law. I've got to do that. Amen. Hallelujah. Hey, don't just mess with the ladies. You mess with the fellas too. Amen. You take that nasty drawers off and drop them on the floor and you expect me to pick them up. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
See, I got, I got the answer for that. I got to quit. I got to quit. I got the answer for that. I got the answer for that. Listen to me. Listen to me. I got the answer. I got the answer. You ladies, you don't have to be offended. Pick them up. Burn them. That's the answer. That's the answer. You don't have to say, wait, burn them. You go in the drawer too. I got no underwear. What, what's going on? I guess you have to buy some more. He get tired of buying them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A brother and his money are close. They close, they close, they close. <laughs> they, 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 they real close. See, they only got to start spending that money. Oh, hey, please. He'll take them to the washing machine. Amen. Hallelujah. You don't have to get crazy. I mean, you don't have to get wild, get, get all bent out of shape and, and wind up disobeying God. It's not necessary. See, sometimes, sometimes God has a right now word, a practical word for us. And I believe that's what this is. This is a practical right now word. Because we're moving into an we're moving into an arena now where God needs all hands on deck. I said he needs all hands on deck. He needs everybody working. He said the laborers are few. Well, now we the laborers. And let me say something about that too quickly as I close. I because I because I, I, I try to live by faith, I believe that whoever is present has all the skills, ability, know-how to do what needs to be done. Not only do they have all the skills, the know-how, but they have all the money necessary to fulfill the vision. Amen. They have it. They have it. They just don't know it. See, because God didn't give it to them for them, that's why they can't see it. Oh, 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 that that was too heavy for you. That went over your head. That went over your head. That went over your head. See, see, you can't see it because it ain't yours. <laughs> That's why it's in your own best interest to get more folk in. Because if I don't get more folk in my church, God is looking for me to do it all. Remember Gideon? Amen. Remember that? Remember that? He uses whatever is there. What's that you got in your hand? He said to Moses, you know, what do you have? I will use that. I don't care if there's only 35, 40, 50 of you. I'll use that and I will do the same job that I could do with a thousand. I will do that job. But a thousand will come when you get it together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for your word, Father. We bless you. We honor you and praise you. We glorify you, magnify you, exalt your name forever, for you are worthy, worthy, worthy to be praised. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you receive something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.